We're back. We are back. Australia's longest running sports podcast, Sporting Woods. Uh, how amazing. What a week of sports. Your weekly curated, hand-picked, boutique sports. Uh, best topics of the week. And some of the worst topics of the week. Some of the <laughs> longest <laughs> intros. <laughs> some of the shortest. Definitely not some of the shortest, man. No, not this, this week, this apparently. Is, this is Sporting Woods, mate. We're, nothing is short on Sporting Woods. 166, we're almost at the magic 180. Wow, it's Every, coming up quick. It is coming up super quick. I should I reckon, open a calendar and yeah. check. It could be an origin preview. Oh, can you imagine? Imagine. Imagine. Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> How good. But before we get into all the gear, we've got a special message. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. Yeah, we no, have that, a- that concludes our special message. <laughs> No, come on, Tim. Let's be sincere. This is an important message. Luke's gone to a lot of trouble to raise awareness <laughs> it, from it. He has. So that's why we're bringing it up again. Did you know one in two blood donation appointments have been cancelled this year so far? Yeah, you said it last week, Tim. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying it again. I'm saying it again. Here's my little pitch. Head to lifeblood.com.au if you are willing and able and see if you qualify for a blood or plasma donation today. But, Tim... Yes, Michael. I'm worried that giving blood will be very difficult to do, like to organize and... It is. It could not be any easier. What? It cannot be any easier. Oh, my gosh. Head to lifeblood.com.au, sign up, take the bloody oath. No. Quick No, Dre, you're not an idiot. Are we actually going to have this in the podcast? Have you got the run? Cricket, cricket, cricket. Make like a <laughs> <laughs> shout out. I want to give a shout out to uh, Juzzy T, friend of the show. He signed up for his first donation last week. Um, nice. Juzzy T's mashup this week is O positive and B positive. <laughs> that would be a killer combination. Oh, literally. Really? Sorry. Literally. Okay. Literally. I never claimed to be a blood expert. No, no, no. I know. I know. Um, but it would be killer. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Mr. Brightside. Can send we're them spiraling. out. We're spiraling. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and we're spiraling because we're yes. down a member this week. Yes. Again, um, in an effort to raise awareness, uh, Luke is off doing another wonderful stunt. Yeah, David um, Blaine esque. Yeah, to raise awareness for Lifeblood, Michael. And good on him. You've got the inside word there. You've got the line with Dobbo. What's he up to? Yes. Uh, Luke is being buried alive for three days. Uh, so you can see it. What? Be- buried. Alive, buried alive. He's got a little casket in there. He's so got like nutrition being yeah. fed intravenously to him. Um, IV. He's on IV. Oh well, he's not. You know, it's not going without food for three days. Right. But he is in that enclosed space for three days. So glass coffin. Yeah. People can see him, so they know right. it's not just like you know down yeah, the pub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there is a live cast which you can look at right now on lifeblood.com.au. <laughs> and while you're there. Sign up to donate today. I think you have to to see. Oh yeah, the, yeah, you got to sign webcast. up. Yeah, yeah. you, you got to subscribe to the email list. Yes. Yeah, I believe that to yeah. be 
100% factual and we are obviously <laughs> official lifeblood uh, <laughs> ambassadors. Yeah, exactly. We're exactly. oath ambassadors. So we're not allowed to lie about that. No, absolutely no, not. But he's definitely underground. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we, we can see the webcam now. Luke, can you give us a wave? All right, he can't hear us. He's, <laughs> I think he's sleeping anyway. He, he um, looks peaceful. Very similar yeah. to what he looks like in the... Uh, in the in the yeah. pit. Two weeks in a row, Last he's week. chosen yeah. stunts that curiously involve him just, you know, hanging out. Not doing anything. Yeah. Shock. I'm going to watch Rick Stein's Food Adventures for <laughs> yeah. two days straight to raise awareness for lifeblood.com.au. Uh, we joke, but uh, in all seriousness, there is a national shortage. Uh, do your bit. Take the bloody oath. Um, any donation is greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. And you know what? Tweet in a photo of, of your you, blood. Of, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Or at life when you're at the Red Cross or when you're in the chair um, and tag at sporting underscore woods. Oh, yeah. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Get you a couple more follows on the Tweety. Mate, we may even give you a hat. Ooh. Emphasis on May. <laughs> <laughs> gotta 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 go You're check the stocks. Give a lot of blood, um, but yeah, tag us in. Um, any donation greatly appreciated. You're not using any all of it. No, it's a no. fucking you know exactly. Got to, it doesn't cost you any money to make, and you get a sausage roll at the end for for free. Bang, bang a rain. All right, let's get into the episode 166. We're gonna start because I'm telling you, Michael, this segment is taking off. What? Really? It's the Sporting Woods mailbag. Oh, I love it. I love it. Is that what that is? I thought you had like letters to Santa or something. That thing no. is enormous. <laughs> yeah, the mailbag is overflowing. It's not the, the gear bag or the gear jar. The it's- gear bag is surprisingly small and empty. <laughs> <laughs> the gear bar? The gear bag? Gear bar? None of us can bar talk. Gear. Bar yeah, gear? No, we, we've lost the plot. The gear bar. Anyway. Now, Michael, you sent a shout out to... The degenerates that listen to the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, to- Hello, degenerates. <laughs> Welcome back. Surprising um, to talk to you so early in the episode. <laughs> Might have caught you off guard. Um, you asked the fans for any cricket trick shots. I did. I'm desperate to hear him. Any baseball or NFL style, like, oh, he's got the ball, but he doesn't really. Or, you know, stealing bases or running trick plays, mm. mistaken identity. Or, you <laughs> mistaken know. identity. Yeah. We had it all in the mailbag, but uh, unfortunately in cricket, there's not really anything you can do. Lack of imagination, Timmy, but continue. Yeah. Um, well, fair. Um, Callum H., ah. friend of the show, sent in a cricket trick play. Oh, I'm so ready for this. Here we go. Pretending to bowl... But running out the batter at the non-striker's end, amazing! Exactly, yeah. he understood the brief completely. Yeah. Uh, perfect, perfect. It's the man cat, and that's allowed. Well, it's highly controversial. Shouldn't be. I mean, well, if you're out, you're out. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Should be in your crease, mate. This this episode, this topic could be an episode in itself. Being a bowler, I am pro man cat because. The batters have had it way too easy yeah. for too long. Look at what's happened over Especially in Pakistan. Especially when you're offside. Yeah, you if know? you're not in your crease, yeah. yeah. You're off stump. Yeah. I, I know words. Look at me. Yeah, yeah, mate, mate. Yeah. You've got it. Yeah. I just, I'd never understood the argument against man cat. Yep. Because it's like, oh, you can't do it. It's like, 
Well, well why you, not? Aren't you meant to be yeah, in, in this your crease? Like, specific area? Yeah, isn't that the rule? We've bought the fields in. We've done drop-in pitches to lose all the character out of the mm-hmm. out of the wickets mm-hmm. for the bowlers. Mm-hmm. Like so many um, power plays in one day is so that they can score more runs. Like all of these things. And like one thing that can be an advantage to the bowler is like yep. a disgrace to the game. Just a little bit of foreshadowing, but the oh. way this is going, like you can't even move one of those camera buggies around the field. Oh, without. Foreshadowing to the Michael Vilkins yeah. uh, sporting observation of the week. However, yes, look, um, uh, just, just maybe, maybe I can give one to the cricketing community okay. each episode. Yeah, sure. Um, Why not? The one I've got for this one that I pitched uh, earlier today in the uh, little uh, pre. Oh, this. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you got you. Got, I'm going to lose you at step one. But, uh, you've, you know, just, you've lost me because I know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So step one. <laughs> you can't step even get through it. I'm just trying to figure out how to word it uh, <laughs> without sounding like the uh, most fucked pot. up. Person. Yeah, yeah. I am not a crackpot. <laughs> okay. So step one: uh, scout two world class identical twin cricketers for the Australian team. Make one of them captain. Yep. So you can have the other one yep. make calls that the batters think are actual calls, but he's not the captain. Yep. He's just some dude waving his arms. So once so once you've found the twins, they've developed into Australian cricketers at the same time and one of them is captain. Mm. What what do you do next? Well, you get the captain to make all the actual calls yeah. on the play, like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna yeah. do that. You have the other one making opposite calls. Right. So he's there being like, oh, everyone come in and leave a big gap over there. So the batters yeah. are going like, oh, fuck, I heard that. There's going to be a big gap over there. You look unimpressed. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. We're, we're pioneering a new space here, you know? Trick players. But, but then he hears it, but then he could also see it. So, you know, oh, yeah, let's all bring the field in so there's a gap over there. Then he would be able to see it before the ball's bowled because you can't change the field once the bowler's walking in. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. Well, it might put him off a little. In basketball, you can call fake plays, surely. Or even just switching that. You might not even need identical twins for that. Yeah, just- I was going to say, you just have two people, nominate two people. Yeah, yeah. And just start saying random shit. Yeah, okay. Sporting words. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Kremdinsky, everyone, Kremdinsky. But the other team would have to know what that means. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So Because they bring it in, but actually they know yeah. it means Kremdinsky. Yeah. Which means? Uh, identical twins. Oh, right. I, I don't know. I don't know where that name came from, but from now on, if I say Kremdinsky, it means watch out. These are identical twins. twins. Okay. Don't listen to the one in front of you. You know, like, if you're ever in a situation where you have two guards and one always tells the truth and one lies, yeah, yeah. you can be like, fucking yeah. Kremdinsky, guys, be, right. on, be on guard. Right. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. I gave a lot of blood earlier today. <laughs> Lifeblood.com.au. You're feeling woozy, mate. Woozy. Uh, but yeah, any if you've got any Because cricket- I'm not actually Michael Vilkins. <laughs> oh, wow. Kremdinsky. I'm Kremdinsky, Vilkins. <laughs> Michael will be back shortly. And we're back. Michael, wow. are you with us? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm back now. It, it felt like you had an out-of-body experience I, trying to explain cricket trick plays. It, it did. Um, that might be the last cricket trick play segment. I feel like <laughs> that went down immediately. In well, how about this? Sportingwoods mailbag. Send it to sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Your best trick play, trick yeah. shot, anything you've seen. 
I'll try and focus on cricket, but do you want to just yeah. open up the mail oh, back anything, to any anything. trick yeah. play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I love trick yeah. plays. Yeah. What What's your favourite trick play out there? Um, uh, it would be one from Little Giants, which is a uh, Rick Moranis and... Um, oh, so fake sport. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. Um, but And the guy that played uh, the, the grandfather on Modern Family, they own rival NFL teams that children are playing in. Yeah. Because it's a child league. It's not just right. <laughs> teams that children are playing in. And um, the Rick Moranis poor, scrappy team uh, uses uh, little Barocca-style pills in their mouth so they start foaming. So oh, the yeah. other team goes, holy Shit, fuck, they've got yeah. rabies. Yeah. Trick play. Um, great. Yeah. There's, there's some classics out there. Yeah. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna, I'll do a mashup of all the fucked up trick plays. My favourite trick play, shout out, uh, Benji Marshall flick past 2005 grand final. Uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Nice. Sponsored oh, yeah, please, by that's quickly. Uh, Sportingwood Simulated Online Cricket Cup. God, that's such a good show. Available on YouTube for free. For hours free. of entertainment. And uh, highlights if and, you don't have hours to watch. Yep. So just search Simulated Online Cricket Cup on YouTube. Go to the highlights playlist. Um, we've got a couple in there. 15, 20 minute max. Oh, yeah. Um, of all the best bits. Sifted. Yeah. Sifted through. Exactly. So, uh. Would uh, love your patronage there. Head over to Simulated Online Cricket Cup on YouTube. Tim, what's your good this week? What's good? Mate, what is good? I'll tell you what's good. It's Rugby fucking league. Nice. It's Rugby league, mate, because it feels like a cop-out because we say it a lot, but it's just so fucking good. It's just so (laughs) good. We had, what, five games decided in the last... Yeah, it does say... Rugby league a lot. <laughs> Rugby league. Rugby league. Do you get it? This ev- Simpsons. Yeah, yeah yes. But this you episode's know, off the rails. <laughs> you know, he does say well a lot. Um, I always thought that sounded like Mr. Burns saying that. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, there it must be something is. we're missing yeah. out of no. that gag. Oh, who knows? Is there a song called Well? I don't know. Write in <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Explain the Simpsons to us. Wow. 100 words or less. <laughs> yeah. Best answer gets a hat. May get a hat. May. Sorry. Thank you. Um, the Again. The, the good. The good. The good. Rugby league. I mean, the rules, I think the slight adjustment on the set restart changed to the actual penalty inside um, the 40 has really helped because it it's quieted, quieted, silenced. A lot of the no 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 you're right quieted quieted quiet Jesus Christ quieted some of the um I'm just saying it ridiculous on purpose now uh, all the angry men old angry men yell at cloud where all oh, the game's too fast and blah 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 the game's still fast you still have those that entertaining style but you actually have teams being punished for making those. Uh, de- their decisions, deliberate penalties, um, and I think it's just it's it's going to peg teams back a little slightly, which we haven't seen too many blowouts um, so far. But again, the season's young. But like Storm South, Golden Point, cracking game. Penrith versus Dragons. Dragons almost came back to win that win that at the death. Titans Warriors came all the way down to the wire. Sharks scored the goal after um, after the siren to beat Parramatta. And uh, the Bulldogs almost snatched um, a golden point game uh, or 
almost took it to Golden Point, I should say, against the Broncos in no, in a exciting. in a low quality but highly entertaining game. Um, that Bulldogs Broncos, I think, was just as entertaining as the South Storm game that everyone would have seen on Thursday night. Um, so yeah, I, I, again. It, Captain Rugby League has just completely transformed this game to what it was, um, you know, two years ago, three years ago. Um, you know, it was so structured and so slow and all of this sort of stuff. Now it's just this fast-paced, entertaining, highly entertaining game that mm-hmm. everyone can't get enough of. Again, record viewership on subscription television, free to airs going bunter. The women, they are, they are what. Average um, average viewership is three times that of the AFLW. I stopped taking my surveys. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, so I trust you. I yeah, trust you. You trust me. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. No worries. But, mate, everyone just wants some rugby league. That's all they want. And uh, they've, they've had a cracking start to the season, and there's a lot of good games this week. So It's um, nice because it sounds like these are structural changes. Yes. You know, which is why you're seeing it in all games. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, even the low quality games like the Bulldogs and the Broncos, like I, there's there was a lot of star power. It, it wasn't the highest quality, and they're still working things out in combinations. Fuck me, it was entertaining. Like it was just edgy seat stuff the whole time. Mm. And that last fifteen minutes, you know, then they had the trick play through the legs. There you go. There was a trick play that failed in the end. Um, hey, that's Broncos, okay. Bulldogs. I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Oh, mate, the intent. It was a lifestyle yes. choice. Adam Reynolds. Um, you know, the back and forth there was fantastic. So, um, more of that, please. And any of the naysayers that say that all the new rule changes are rubbish, well, you are definitely the minority now because everyone's coming to this game and watching it in droves. Mm-hmm. And we have Captain Rugby League to thank for it. Well, do you think in a couple of years from now uh, they're going to be looking back on it like the people that were complaining about the Michael Jordan effect in basketball? You know, going like, well, this isn't how you know basketball is meant to be played, and he's, you know, yeah, and it's like, oh, but has he made it a massive success and made it much more exciting and interesting and brought you know tons of new eyeballs to the game? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I rugby league was never in in term like financially with COVID. Like, it, yes, potentially it was up in the air. But no one will be able to tell me that rugby league, like people were walking away from the sport or not mm-hmm. paying attention or there was this drop in ratings or interest, you know, public interest, like let's say rugby union over the last five years. Um, but again, it's just, it's now brought this up to the fore where it's like, it's A1. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. the premium product that it could have always been. Um you know, and and it's finally here, and Captain Rugby League's just just given what the fans want, like highly entertaining. You know, showcasing the skill of the players instead of just lying on them for half the game, and and yep, yep. you know, just just minimizing all the stoppages so we can actually have the ball in play um, for these guys who are getting paid so much money to entertain, which is what they're there to do. So, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Uh, the play, oh, uh, talking broadly, the players must enjoy it more too. It's got to be more fun to play. I think they're more cooked after the games. Oh, again, yeah. that's good. I, yeah. I know athletes enjoy that anyway, yeah. you know? So uh, there were some points like... You don't want them coming off being like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> there was <laughs> no. there was some games where like 
you, you felt like they could go for another half an hour because you know there was more interchange and and just the way that the game was played. Like they barely looked like they broke a sweat. A Nowadays nice they're absolutely cooked. Pick. Yeah, let's 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 go for round two right now. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that was a good good. Good, good segment. Oh, thanks. It's time for a bad, bad, bad segment. segment. Well, it's a good, bad segment for me because oh, the right, bad thanks. this week is Manly. Another disappointing display. The only saving grace for them is that they played two of the top teams, um, Penrith and the Roosters, who uh, are poised listen to, to figure into... Yeah, listen to the podcast, poised mm. to figure in the finals as well. But the question still remains, have the good sides figured out Tommy Turbo? This is what I meant. They've listened to the podcast. Yeah, we yeah. laid it out for them. Yep. Um, Penrith laid the platform. We jumped on board and uh, the Roosters have acted accordingly. Same tactics, same play. Um, the forwards and, uh, forwards and Manly were horrific on um, Friday night. They were just awful. The rain didn't help, all of that sort of stuff. Um, I think... Last last week against Penrith, it was more you could see the the tactics more than this week because he just didn't get the ball because the forwards were just awful, awful, awful display from um, the Manly forwards. But the question still remains: they, you know they've got they've played two of the toughest teams in the comp. They've got the Bulldogs this week. Um, is that going to be the turning point for them to get back into gear? Um, you know, what's Dez actually going to do about it? If if the Bulldogs do what Penrith did and just start firing three guys at him and doesn't matter what happens well, on the outside. Everyone's going to start doing that. Yeah. Once they see something that works. Yeah. Well, see, with the Bulldogs, so they're just in that transition phase where they're just trying to get combinations and things going. Are they going to go with this high-risk plan? Last time these two teams played together, it was 60 nil. Yeah, but as you say, like, Tommy Turbo's the linchpin, isn't yeah. he? So if it's like, oh, we take care of yeah. him. The rest yeah. of the team, you know, are going to be fine. I, I think so. I, again, it just goes back to what we said last week with pound for pound, player for player, Roosters and Penrith stack up way better against Manly. Player for player in Bulldogs versus Manly, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay. I, I was really encouraged by Bulldogs. I just think they need a halfback and um, a Reed Marnie next year and they're going to be good to go. Um so yeah, I, I think there's promising promising signs there, but I don't know if they're gonna if they've got the firepower and the the will to stick with them to stick at the plan, particularly if they keep getting beat. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's when it's going to be tough when you're going. Oh, is Are you going to commit working? to the plan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the pen, you know, Penrith and Roosters knew they could stick to the plan because they've got attacking weapons all over the field, so it didn't necessarily impact them too much. Bulldogs have been struggling for points. Um, Avarillo's really struggled at halfback. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I think the plan is there. They know what they're going to have to do. Whether or not they're good enough to combat it or and or recover if, um, you know, the passes go and Turbo does hit a bit of form, uh, that's, that's the difference. But it's going to be an interesting fortnight. Like, if they struggle against the Bulldogs, even though they might they may scrape a win, but if it's a scrappy one and, you know, the Bulldogs can execute the... The tactics of the last couple of weeks, it's for me. It's it comes back to Des. Like, what's he going to do? Where's your plan B? Because they have not had a plan B. They barely had a plan A. Because I don't, I don't know if plan A is give it to Turbo. Like, this is professional <laughs> rugby league. You know what I mean? Like, that's under ten. Can you stuff. imagine how much yeah money that coach is making? Yeah. He's like, 
Okay, yeah. well, give it, give we'll it to Tom. Give, give it to this guy. And that we again, how many times have we said it? We bang the drum for this. We know Manly are terrible without him. We, we've seen it over the last two years. When he doesn't play, they are horrific. Um, so, yeah, it'll be – I think it's a, a an interesting time to be a coach at Manly and figuring out what the hell you're going to do. All right. Well, look, I take it back. That was a good bad segment. Uh, so now it's time for a good ugly segment, I feel. No? Oh, you're just shaking in disapproval of me. No, I'm shaking in disapproval of what, what I have to talk about. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's the ugly slash limp dick team of the week. Manly very unlucky not to get it because they had so much drop ball. Um, but go on. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. It was. You know it in your heart to be true. It was. It was horrendous. It was just awful. Uh, speak it. Speak yeah. their name. Who are you talking about? It was here? the West Tigers. Uh, I'm proud of this. You too. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Well done. This week's limp dick team of the week. It was looking like it was going to be South down 14-0 after eight minutes or whatever it was, and you thought, bloody hell, Melbourne could put 80 on them. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know what else to say. I think one of the best points or one of the most striking facts of that game was no Ponga, no Clemmer, no Braley, no Saifidi. And still... They are the four highest paid players on the Newcastle uh, squad. Mm. And they made us look like under 11s. Yep. I just, and, and they lost uh, Lockie Fitz during the game, uh, one of their best um, edge forwards. So they were down a man. Still, no dramas. Is um, Frosted Tips man still in the picture? On the Frosted Tips, he's still there. Mm. Um Hmm. I think it was just, it was disappointing because for me, it felt like the way the Tigers played was like it was round 23 or like with three rounds to go and they had no chance of making the finals. Yeah. They, they were a hundred million miles away yeah. mentally. It's week two. Yeah. It's week two. Mm. Like, uh, mate, I, I just got, there's been some shockers and like last last year's effort uh, against the Cowboys at Leichhardt was was by far the worst. That was I just can't even wrap my head around how bad that was. This is right up there to a, the quality of side that was put against us. Yes, it was at home and yes, you know they're all fired up and it was near sellout crowd and blah blah blah. Jesus Christ. To just not even be in it. Newcastle were in second gear, mate. They weren't even... By the end, they weren't even, like, trying. Like, it was just so easy. So easy. I just couldn't understand it. Like, big raps on the on the Tigers forwards heading into the start of the season. They thought, oh, maybe they might be able to monster a few, blah, blah, blah. Mate, the Knights are without their starting front row. Yep. <laughs> and, we're, and we're full strength. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just yeah, there's nothing else to say. I mean, obviously the the hot seat on Madge, you know, is now a furnace. Um, the media are just bashing him left, right, and center. Um, what what, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Yeah, when what it looks as hopeless. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where like you know I again I don't want to give Buzz Rothfield a, any more uh, 
oxygen than we have to, but he was on NRL 360 and claimed that um, the Tigers need a, a hardened coach. And I'm like, Manchester's the hardest fucking coach on the players in the whole fucking league. What do you mean we need a hard coach? We fucking got one. And they don't fucking do anything. And then, the, then shout out to Nathan S who was saying, well, maybe we should get like someone like a Flano or someone else. And I was like, they don't take responsibility. Like, how, how, like, Madge's there saying like, we're not good enough. We're not up to first grade. Like, we can't keep doing this, blah, blah, blah. Then you get someone like Flano or Stick come in and say, no, nah, it's a ref and now oh, everyone's against us and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, then the players start believing it. Oh, yeah, it's not our fault that yeah, we're, we're shit. We're amazing. It's because yeah. of everything else. It's like, they already fucking think that. And it shows on the fucking performance out in the field. And so, like, the whole thing, it's cheaper to uh, get rid of a coach than it is to fucking sack half the squad. Because that's what we need. If we're fair dinkum, half our players aren't making the 17 on other teams, on any other team. Like, if you go down through our list, I reckon you could find at least six that are not making a squad on, on any other team. Except the Tigers. That's a bold call. And it is a pretty ugly situation. Yeah. So I can see why. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out before we get uh, into another mailbag segment. What? I want to give a welfare check to Tyrone Peachy. So a couple of minutes before halftime, Tigers down big. Newcastle had all the momentum. Tyrone Peachy gets up from a tackle late. Um, it's not square at marker. Plays the ball. Dummy half picks it up and Tyrone Peachy just goes whack. And just hits the ball out. Gets Sinbin. Are you fucking on drugs? <laughs> like, and then he just like gave a little smirk and then just like walked off. And it's like, he's one of our captains, Bold. mate. Yeah. Part of the five leadership canons. Yeah. And he's just given up. Like, like that's a sign that you've given up. Yeah. And he's just like, it's not even half time. That's, that's like that lady at the Olympics on the canoeing team that laid down before the race was over. Oh, Sally. That? What was the Sally Robbins? I want to say. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe just stay in it until the game is over. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, obviously this is, you know, who cares? Well, at this I, point? yeah, I think with her, in her defense, it was exhaustion, and you can claim that till the cows sure, come okay, home. Sure. And that's fine. Everything's an allegation. He just went, nah, fuck you. Yeah, true. True. I, I withdraw that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, stick with your team. It's like, not even fucking half time, and you're carrying on like a pork chop. Yep. Like, and this is a captain. And again, this goes back to the whole argument of if Adam Dewey was healthy, they would have just named him as the straight captain and we had no dramas, none of this five captains bullshit, but no, we've got to go down this path. Um, and I've, I've got a Flog of the Week nomination. Brilliant. So NRL 360 spent 10 minutes talking about the Tigers. I've just gone through and talked about all the great games that mm-hmm. we had this week. A1 position on NRL 360 on Monday, West Tigers crisis. Wow. Have nothing... Are you telling me we've got nothing better to talk about? With all the, everything, with every, that everything amazing that happened, all the games that happened this weekend. No, we're going to start with negative rubbish. This idiots doing an ugly, good and bad segment. Yeah, I know. I He's know. all out of sorts. It's, exactly. It's called good, bad, ugly. Yeah. and Astor, former Roosters, a former um, Bulldogs, Roosters and Tigers player, um, said this, and I'm going to paraphrase, but it's a... We both caved blood. I know. I know. It's, We're all un- over it's the unbelievable. Shop. I don't know what's I didn't happening. realize how on the straight and narrow Luke kept us. Because he was so bad, I think, 
it just was like <laughs> natural just, to be the opposite. Yeah. Well, Luke, we're sending our love down the well, well. to you. <laughs> Good gear. Yeah, um, you. you know, then there was this whole thing that they were going on. They just went tangent after tangent just to bash the Tigers. They're like, oh, you know, oh, they've got to attract new recruits and you can't get rid of 10 players and blah, blah, blah. And then Braithen asked a former Tigers player who he paid so much money for who completely just like shut the bed for us at the end of his career. And he was just essentially just took came there to take the money because like, again, no one sure. else had him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he looks down the camera and says, the West Tigers have a history of overpaying uh, stars <laughs> that underachieve when they get there. Exhibit A. <laughs> and I'm like... Are you fu- Is this real life? That's fucking you, mate. That's <laughs> well, he's you. Well, you know best, I guess. That was that. He just said it straight down the line, like he thought, like he was better than everyone else that we've just like thrown money at and spectacularly failed. Like, I, I, I just laughed. I just couldn't believe. Like, they're so yeah. up their own fucking head yep. that, like, he just had no idea. It just shits me to tears. I, I look flog of the week. Fl- one Great. of the flog of the week nominations, Braithen Astor, for thinking that he wasn't a overpaid star that underachieved during his time at the West Tigers. That is classic flog behavior. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Oh, not my problem. Yep. Oh well, I wasn't. Yep. These uh, guys hired Drongos. If you yeah, if you like ask myself. if you ask West Tigers fans who we wasted money on the most, one would be Adam Blair, and two would have to be Braithen Astor. And he's the one that's saying that yep. their problem is that they keep overpaying these people. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do you do? What are you going to do? Unbelievable. All right. As, so, we, as we calm down. Yes. Well, as I calm down, you'll calm. Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm always calm. Well, you've a lot got of the blood. Tigers in, the, in your eight. I, I so do. So you, you need to be a bit more panic stations. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm keeping cool. What you need to do, Tim, is have a bit of faith. You know what? Oh, mate, I sat there and watched it, and I guarantee you not everyone <laughs> did. There was no God on that field tonight, no. Michael. Um, no, it's okay. You watch. You just watch. Number five. Finish with number so. five. I hope so. If anything, this will be the cold splash of water that'll wake them up. Imagine. Yep. Imagine. Imagine. Fuck, it was oh. there all along, Tim. What's going to be the See, title? Krimskremsky or Imagine? Oh, I feel like Imagine's, oh. you know, in with the hot contention. Uh, if you're listening along, just look, just hit your phone and just see what the title ended up being, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's always a surprise to me. I like waking up on Wednesday morning and listening to my Sporting Woods, <laughs> not knowing what the title was going to be. <laughs> Blindly putting but I, I just but go, see, hey, it, Google Play. Yeah, yeah. It only works for me. Because I've recorded it, right. so I've, I know right. in my head what it's going to be. Yeah. And because it's so out of context, everyone's like, oh, I wonder what this means. But I know what it means, and I like that. <laughs> That's true. We do try to pick the out of context ones, yeah, as I'm yeah. sure the listeners know. <laughs> and when it rolls around, you're like, oh. Yeah. Poxatawney Tim, one of the all-time greats. <laughs> Roncos. Roncos. Ron- a, that was Roncos. Great. <laughs> Stay tuned for the after the credits uh, where me and Tim read through our favorite episode titles. Um, oh, all right. For now, speaking of the fans, Tim. Yes, hit me. We've got more mail in our mail bag. I thought this was very important we bring this up. Um, now, I was hoping you could maybe read this one. Sure, you, sure. You know? Do, uh, do you, so I can, do you like, understand? Well, I, I wouldn't say I'm 100% there. I think 
reading this, I, I am very interested to hear your thoughts. Oh, no. Um, I've got some very strong opinions, but I would want to hear what you have to say. Oh, well, you know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what Hit happens. Me with it. Okay. Dear learned Sporting Woods commentators. Well. Great start to a great introduction. Mailbag. Yes, yeah. imp- we appreciate it. Mail, I believe it's just called. Ma- <laughs> it's just a letter. <laughs> yeah. um, send in your mailbags to sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com, <laughs> yeah. of course. Uh, something has been on my mind about the conditions and eligibility of wearing lanyards representing one's team of support in, say, a workplace. Now, we were talking about this two episodes ago, weren't we? Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, or like wearing sports gear at work. Work, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where are you wearing a lanyard? Okay, first question. Mm-hmm. Where are you wearing a lanyard that's not at work? Because I think that's like flog material. Oh, he ha- he did ask in a workplace, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but say a workplace. But oh, okay. what else? I see, I see. What else? You oh, oh, I mean? Maybe you're going backstage at a concert. Okay, you? fair enough. I see, I've, <laughs> I've stood the, corrected. The one other situation. Yes. No, well, that's fine. I said name one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if one has been a lifelong fan or even a new fan to the sport, I admire this display of team and representation. However, if one is a recent convert to a new club after years of support of another club, I just feel there needs to be an X amount of years served waiting time before brandishing a lanyard of the new team. Mm. Maybe an equation of years of supporting the new club divided by years of supporting the old club to reach an arbitrary number. So what, some sort of cutoff number? Or does one never? That was Tim's. uh, Yeah, sorry, I added that that editorial. Or does one never truly qualify to wear this fly-by-night new shiny lanyard? Surely the workplace lanyard is a sacrastinac symbol of one's loyalty. I don't even know what that word is. Sacrosanct. There you go. Thank you. Sacrosanct. Reverend. Yes. Well, I'm glad you, you must be the learned. No, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not. <laughs> Long-term listeners will yeah, know. No, yeah. Yes. Um, interested to hear what the boys think about this and the ramifications it has for workplace trust and sporting credibility. Regards, Wayne O. Not to be confused with Dane O. We've got a new odometer wow. and his name is Wayne. Wayne O was his name O. And Wayne O was his name O. Well said. Dane Wayne. Thank you very much, Wayne. And if you have any questions you need opinions on or topics you want us to talk about sweezy's nominations flog of the week nominations yeah, welfare know, checks yeah, yeah. if you hear something you don't agree with sporting yeah. woods podcast at gmail.com brilliant T- takes you seconds Mul- multi-layered here from the big wayne odometer i gotta say i i feel like i understand his suggestion but i disagree completely right if you're on a new team you're on a new team. You wear as many. You could have 15 lanyards of each different team, mm. except you just have to deal with the uh, possibility and likelihood mm. that everyone at your work is going to think you're a bandwagon flog. Yeah. You know? And that's that's allowed. I don't want, you know, somebody jumps over to the Tigers and you think, well, they were a Roosters fan up until recently mm. and now they're not a real Tigers fan. You're, you're a fan if you're a fan, you know? Yeah. Um, And I don't know about this, like, 
white belt through black belt style uh, years of waiting Earnings. he's suggesting. Mm. Yeah. You know, have a black and white tiger's lanyard mm. and then over the years you can gradually incorporate some orange into it. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, well, I've just been, yeah. I'm a four years. I'm, I'm an orange belt. You know, you yeah. get a bloody chip. Yeah. Tri- Though for Tigers fans, you guys could probably well, they, use Well, they do give out, yeah, yeah, they do give out membership tokens and things like wow. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that only the Tigers or is that uh, I think I think they do recognition of service for all wow. clubs. And if they don't, they should. Um, Hell yeah. Michael? And this is not being a membership. This is just having a lanyard, which no, I assume no. you get when you become a member. But yeah, so this, buy. this goes back to my theory, but I was very interested. Like, so you're you're saying like, me as a Tiger supporter, if I said, right, I'm done, I, I can't, I can't imagine anymore. <laughs> I don't feel I'm like off, being I'm off. done is a, a prerequisite. No, no, and I'm saying I'm oh, off. Sorry. I'm changing. I'm now a Broncos fan because yep. I'm in Brisbane. Yep. Kevy's going to take us to the glory land. Yep. And I rock up next week, so obviously I've got my Tigers lanyard here because nice I'm not an idiot. Yep. And next week I show up with the Broncos. Yep. Are you happy for that? I am completely fine with it. Right. You but know? you've also but also to confirm, you would call them a flog for changing teams. Yes. 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 yes, yes. And not if it happened once. If you just decided, you know what, Broncos are my team now, let's get on yeah. board, let's do it. That's and, fine. And then they come if, last this year every, and then next week. Every other week. Yeah. You're going, that's it now, I'm a Roosters fan. That's yeah. it now I'm this. I'm gonna think, hey, okay, this guy has yeah. no strong uh well, they're just a flock. Connections. Yeah, exactly. Now, we, I'll, I'll share this story. No, I won't. Actually, I won't share this story because it might be, a bit insa- might be a bit insensitive. And if you want to know that Great story, I may call. tell you off air. <laughs> yeah. um, but hey, I, look, I, with, I withheld that story for a number of reasons. If you wear a Metallica shirt one day and then the next week I see you in a Bob Dylan t-shirt, you know, Something's that's up. allowed. You can be fans yeah, of Yeah, both. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Even if... You've been the world's biggest Metallica fan, and then one day you start yeah. saying, Bob Dylan's my favorite, yeah. you know? Yeah. People change. Their music changes, you know? Yeah. Teams change. Yeah. It's that old Seinfeld bit about, like, you know, you can have your favorite player, and then he moves to a different team, and, and then people boom. Yeah. It's like, are we just cheering the jerseys? Yes. I mean, you know? Well, and- Team, The makeup of teams changes, as you've seen, mm. you know, the sports- Oh, yeah, don't the I know. And yeah, yeah. I, um- to provide some context here, there is there is a little bit of a stitch up attitude here. Of course, remember from last week, uh, mailbag uh, sender in a Dave H former uh, former Broncos supporter now I Cowboys you, Dave H now Cowboys supporter. So I think there's a little bit of a dig there from fiend Wayne of o, the show fiend of the show <laughs> Dave H Wayne O I think's trying to just just jag that knife yeah. in seen, a little like, bit further. Okay. That I respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that, that's, that's good gear. I think that's some context. If you want to write into sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com to sledge other fans, oh, go, go for, for it. it. We, we back that <laughs> 9 million percent. We are there. We are there for that. Um, <laughs> fight, fight, fight. I will say this. The only thing that in this specific note, because sure, I know sure, exactly sure, sure. what Wayno is talking about, is that former Broncos supporter Dave H has put his money where his mouth is mm. and has signed up as a member of his new team. Right, right. If you are financially contributing to the club, hey, you wear whatever the hell you want. That, I would agree with that. And yes. so Wayne O, if you're not a member of your club... Oh, shit. Wayne O's been called out. 
then I would be questioning your loyalty to your team. Yeah, a bit of projection going on by Wayne. Mm. Maybe concerned about his so, loyalty. So, yeah. Wayne, oh, my challenge to you, send us a photo of your membership lanyard. Yeah. Sportingwithpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And we will retract you have 14 calling days. you out. Time to listen to the episode. Exactly. Time to find it. You know, 14 yeah. days. Yeah, two weeks, right? Otherwise, I think if you're a paying member, you have financial interest in the club, you wear that lanyard loud and proud no matter how much crap you take, no matter how much shit the middle-aged women say, oh, I watched your team on the weekend and they were terrible because it was on Channel 9 before the news. Like I get every fucking week. You, You have to enjoy the team you follow, Tim. Yes. I get there's a lot of... um generational loyalty but like how long you know if you if you don't enjoy it it's loving them is different to like enjoying it you yeah know? oh yeah, like, yeah yeah do i have i enjoyed the last 15 years no <laughs> no i haven't yep am i filled with this iota of hope that keeps me alive absolutely they'll get there tim it's week two and we played like we were out of finals contention. <laughs> that light is flickering in the wind. Um, but, but Wayno, I, I yeah. like it. I think there's a deliberate dig there, yep. which um, you know, I'm okay with. I mean, if you hate your team, you shouldn't be having to be like, well, but I picked this team when I was seven. So, you know. Oh, I, I think there's a level of loyalty, but I think, I think in the context of what Wayno is trying to do, Dave H has put his... Money where his mouth is, and he is committing to the team financially. And I question Wayne O's commitment to his team. I might be getting a bit caught up on the wearing of lanyards rather than seeing the forest of like the issue here. Yes, the issue is let him wear a lanyard. Oh, he can wear a lanyard. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and you can still call him a flock. But I don't think you should pay him out for you know financially committing to a to a side as a member. Well, let me ask you this. Would either Dave H or Wayne O be floggy enough to be the flog of the week? I know we had a nomination earlier. Well. But I'm talking the Novak Djokovic oh, flog well, of the week. See, look, if Wayne O isn't a paying member and doesn't wear his lanyard yeah, he might of his club, himself. he might find himself as a nomination in the Sweezy's end of year. Holy for shit. For calling someone out for being a flog. It's basically going to the high court. And he's being the flog himself. Imagine. 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 There you go, Wayno. Bet you didn't see that one coming, champion. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Wayno. <laughs> and if you want to be schooled on... Uh, By yourself. Yeah, yeah. By your own school. We just flipped yeah. your shit yeah. back onto you. Exactly. Like banana pancake. Sportingwithpodcast at gmail.com. Any topics, anything you want us to want us to discuss. If you want us to pay someone out, go for it. Yeah, it's cheaper than Cameo. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> We're not charging anything. No. Sportingwithpodcast at gmail.com. Great little segue there because uh, it is time for the Novak Djokovic Flog of the Week. Potential Flog of the Year nomination here. Holy shit. Do you know this story? No. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's been like A1 news, like national news. Um, Tom Morris, uh, journalist, AFL journalist, has been oh, I stood did. down. I, did. I didn't recognize the name. But, yeah, AFL journalist. Has yes. been stood down for misogynist remarks made in a WhatsApp group chat. 
yep. uh, in regards to his former colleague, Megan Barnard. The act is disgraceful. We have, like I know you and I in our own mm. actual lives, have um, a, a part of some pretty stanky chat chats, um, but nothing that goes to like, I, I, I wouldn't even be that upset if they weren't, you know, completely public. I think, you know, the worst things that we've said are nothing, you know, mm. I think in um, that neighborhood. No, <gasps> no, or nothing in that ballpark. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. some things in that chat where you're like, nothing oh, yeah. targeted, but yeah, like, yeah. No. Yeah, some some you know non politically correct challenge to anyone. No, no, in absolutely the to not. try and top themselves. No, absolutely mean, not. You know, well, top themselves depending on how you want to phrase okay. that. There's, there's banter and yeah. then there's like abuse. Yes, you know. Um, I think the the interesting is not the right word. Probably the worst part about it was the fact that Megan Barnard wasn't necessarily out. Ah, oh, right. See, yeah, that's even worse then. Well, she came back with a response that said, you know, she's comfortable in her own skin and, and she did admit this happened if this came out a couple of years ago or when she wasn't comfortable with her, you know, with herself. Yeah. Um, this could have had devastating impacts, but she's happy to move on and, and not, not necessarily forgive and forget, but just, you know, move on without this drama. Well, it's not cool. But and it, not even just for No, that because, issue, because like, yeah. you've essentially outed this person in public. Yep, yep, yep. Um, this kind and look, I'm not going to defend the action. I'm not trying to defend what Tom Morris said. I'm not even trying to, I'm not even going to defend. You can't, it's, it's, yeah. it's indefensible and he's got to own it and accept responsibility for it. Um, he's been stood down. He says, you know, he said all the right things in a very prepared statement with lawyers and blah, 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 blah. I have to admit, Michael, and I don't want to discount the seriousness of this incident. I think there's a little bit of on the take here. Wow. I I think, and by a little bit, I mean a hell of a lot. lot. Because this story broke maybe 12 hours after the AFL opening round match where Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge gave Tom Morris one of the all-time great press conference sprays it goes right up there with uh, Tooves. There's got to be an investigation. They are who we thought they were. Like, I'm a man. I'm 40. Like, we are putting this in that level of rafters. Because it was basically like, Tom, the journalist, has asked a question. That's a bit of a shit-stirring yeah. question, you know. like trying On to, purpose. Yeah. Uh, forward the narrative and, you know, get the coach to say something. And the coach has basically said, you know, why the fuck? Are you asking these mm. questions? What sort of question is that? Yeah. Played into him. And then uh, the coach gave an apology as well, which yeah, like, yeah, I only yeah. read. I didn't hear him say it, but again, felt pretty oh, yeah, slightly look, more yeah. authentic. It was yeah. like, you know, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. It was right after a game. You yeah. know, I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with what I said, yeah. but in the way I've said it, yeah. you know. So uh, Tom Morris, in the in the headlines Thursday night, in, in the news article of the cycle, 12 hours later, sacked by Fox Sports due to a leaked WhatsApp messenger. Who's been holding on to this for that long? That the name, as soon as his name gets written up in lights and is in national news, he's obviously well known in Fox Sports. Well, then, fuck, what about this? There you go, eat that for dinner. Yep. Uh, I I don't think there's a a coincidence at all. It was a WhatsApp group, and one of his mates had like, 
saved and sent it to his buddies just to be like, oh, check out this zinger. Exactly. And so, then after that, it's got, anybody up. could have sent it. Yeah. But yeah, so who's been waiting? Who's been sitting on this? Because that comment, mm. again, I haven't read specifically if there has been any chat about this. I think this was from years ago. Like, I don't think this was this year. I, I, I think don't it's from, know, but I, th- I think, I think it's correct. from years yeah. ago. So they've yeah. been sitting. This is the Barnaby Joyce thing mm. with the affair. Sitting on this, waiting, waiting until it was going See, to benefit someone. I, I can't imagine it's, and it may be, but that Machiavellian, just like, yes, I will put this in my little thing. But more that like when it comes up, like, oh, this guy, you know, uh, really dialed up the, how could the coach be so mean to me? And he's gone like, Wait, this vlog? Like, wait, don't I have something? Is this you? Is yeah, this yeah. you, buddy? You know, but, uh, I don't not know. like, ah, oh, finally my time has come. Now I shall play my uh, trap card. And, but it's know. also very convenient that it's happened within 12 hours. Oh, I would say they're definitely connected. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't, I think you're an idiot if you think they're separate issues. Yeah. yeah. That, that have yeah. no correlation. The Barnaby Joyce thing. Every, the whole of Australia knew. Like, yep. Yep. everyone in the inner circles, everyone knew. The daughters were driving down the middle of Tamworth during the by-election. Yep. Yelling it from the streets. Still got elected. And then as soon as he fucked up one little bit, bang, Ru- Uncle Rupert said, you're done, mate. See you later. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. then look where he is now. <laughs> Back where he yeah, was. Yeah, really showed him. Yeah, exactly. The consequences of my actions. The, the flog of the week has devolved. Yeah, devolved I know, I know. Penis, yes, penis, yes. penis, political. But also, but also on the take. Because no one will be able to convince me. So that many they segments were, in the segment. <laughs> they were interconnected. Yes, but they have. They had to be. Yeah. But fair play to Megan Barnard, and you know what? I was uh, it's a classy response. A hundred percent, and she's class. She's all class yep. on um, Fox, and you know what? All the female presenters are fucking way better than the male presenters well, you on know, Fox. Don't anyway, paint them all with the same brush, Tim. But yeah. like, yes, I admire where you're coming from with that. <laughs> no, oh, I'm being, I'm no, being deadly I serious. I know you. Are, I know you. Are. I just felt like. Yeah. Being a jerk. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no. Like, Stomping all no. over you. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Yeah. All right. Now, a noticeable absence. Luke is here. He hasn't been able to get in contact with the European correspondent, but I was able to reach out. Oh, thank God. Um, for a new segment, courtesy of the European correspondent. And, and what's that? What's play, the play the music. Oh, my God. Get him on the line. I was, I was told. Oh, here we go. Quick. Now the European correspondent, we all know he talks and talks and talks, and it was it was in European, so I couldn't really read it properly. Okay, um, nice. So I've I've, ha- I've tried to translate it as best I can. So it's only a little rundown. It's not this full explanation. Um, flog of the week. Oh we've got a God. how many flogs have we got this week? It's Bray, flog filled. Tom Morris, but we're gonna we're gonna give Valtteri Bottas, uh, driver of the podcast. Wow, Is it, yes. isn't that our friend? My favorite. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the story. What's he, what's he done now? Yeah, the story goes. He qualified in qualifying. Quali- blah 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 blah. He qualified ahead of both Mercedes cars at the uh, Bahrain he would have Grand Prix. Them. What and incredible luck. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Then he texted our former boss, Toto Wolf, who was a Flog of the Year nomination last year mm-hmm. um, for his um, unclassy uh, firing of Bottas. 
Toto is another one where I'd love to know what his first name was, but like oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get back we'll, to we'll that. Cycle in a back to episode. that. I'd um, love to hear Luke's thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, how we, do you get to? We've got to keep him underground so he doesn't look yeah. it up between yeah, now and, and yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Um, Texas saying, "I'm oh, really looking forward to beating your cars uh, tomorrow." Then proceeds to lose what five positions, ten positions, and uh, on the first lap. This is vintage box. Classic. And then ended up finishing sixth, which was directly behind both Mercedes cars. <laughs> that would have been a so, pretty sweet message back from Toto. <laughs> yeah. The only thing worse than that would have been no message back. Yeah, I, I think if I was Toto, I just would have completely... Yeah. been like, moving on. Yep, yeah, just radio silence, mate. Yep, I mean, let him stew. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. If you want to be a flog, mate, and you want to call me out, fucking... 24 hours before the first race of the season. No one's even raced yet. I know he has horrible luck, but just so many things in his life. It's like, man, it would have been so easy for you not to, to do, do that. that. Hey. Yep. Yep. And just would what have taken do? less effort. I just feel like it's, you know, it's not it's not necessarily limp dick. It's like wannabe big dick. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just backfires the whole time. How about just like going about your race? Yeah. Just regular dick at Bottas. Yeah. yeah just man. You're not trying to, you know, mate, everyone you're an needs, F1 driver. Yeah, you are yeah, impressive. Exactly. It was like, you are like apex predator, mate. Relax. Yeah. yeah. Relax. Yeah. Use the fucking force. Yeah. Turn off your targeting computer and just like <laughs> yeah. be in the moment. Yeah. Don't be thinking about what text you're going to send Tend after to you win. fucking and, Toto. Yeah. yeah. Just focus Who on gives, the driving. Toto doesn't give a fuck about you. I feel like I've been talking about Michael Jordan a lot in this podcast, but I read <laughs> Phil Jackson's book. And he was oh, yeah, really nice. big on spirituality and yeah, staying yeah. in the yep. moment. Zen master, yep, yep. That's him. And he had this one quote that was like, if you're playing basketball and you see the Buddha appear before you in the passing lane, give him the ball. ball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't start wondering Just why is he there that. and what am I doing? And oh, is this Nirvana? It's like, no, you're playing it's a fucking game of basketball. Give him the ball. And say thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I... um. So just Just, just run focus your own race. Damn right. That's the best way to prove Toto wrong. Yeah, winning. Not talking about winning. Mm-hmm. Yes, this guy's got his mind focused on everything except the, um, you know. And I've, he probably invites a lot of bad luck into his own life. By doing well, that. Isn't, that, isn't that right? You make your own luck. That's it. That's it. Um, Subscribe to my DVD, The Secret, at sportingwithpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> yes, send your money too. Um and also, very, very interesting. I thought this was wrapped up in a nice, neat little package, um, but it came out just before the um, season started. A report, an investigation, went, an FIA investigation, so you know it's going to be legit, went uh, and had a look at the final moments of last season's Abu Dhabi Grand Prix between, uh, um, not Vettel, Verstappen and and Hamilton. Um, And we said it on this podcast with the European correspondent. He literally made up a rule with three laps to go that cost Hamilton the championship and gave it to Verstappen. I do remember the European correspondent. And we all like, well, this is an on-the-take nomination, like everything. They just literally made up a rule. And after the, you know, six-month investigation, the FIA have found human error contributed to the controversial finish in Abu Dhabi. It took you six months to figure that out, did it? Someone fucked up. Fucking hell. And, of course, what's his name? The the Aussie guy. I I was going to say Toto Wolf. It's Mercy. No, no. Oh, the guy's name. Everyone's yelling at 
yelling down their phone saying it was we'll, fucking this we'll guy. We'll correct it next week. Don't worry. Yeah, whatever the guy, Michael Massey. If Massey, you, if Michael Massey. If you know Massey. the name, email sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. I think it's Massey. we'll make fun of Tim on the podcast yeah. next week. If it's not Massey, then I don't give a fuck. But um, he was found to be, you know, his actions were found to be human error. Well, of course they fucking were. He made a job. I made a rule up on the spot. <laughs> Why did it take six months for one of the richest sporting organizations to come to that conclusion? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I, I don't understand. Yeah, the direct uh, opposite of the league being like, "Oh, let's add this rule and yeah. that rule." Just mid-game, they'll go, uh, "Let's do this from now on, starting now," and then never speak of it again. <laughs> yeah, to finish one of the greatest Formula One seasons of all time. Anyway, and that was courtesy of the European correspondent. Yeah, cheers. I don't know his name. Can we bring in the American correspondent, please? Yeah, sure. Correspondent. <laughs> All right, that joke definitely did not overstay its welcome. We've got made, made us laugh. Uh, yeah, it was foreshadowing for some other ones that we're about to do. But um, American correspondent March Madness is here and in full effect. We Thank have heavens. we have our Cinderella story. Saint Peter's, Michael. They are the underdog. They are the lowest ranked team remaining. They have made it to the Sweet 16, the final 16 teams. The bracket. In the bracket. Um, so they will have the next two rounds next weekend, starting Friday, Australian time. Um, University of the podcast, Villanova University, still in it. Looking Excellent. very good. Villanova all the way. Villanova, no matter what, Michael. Pound it on OSBC. We've got Michigan, um, and then we will play the winner of Arizona and someone else that I can't think of right now. So it doesn't matter. Suspense. We're going to win. Fuck yeah, that's the attitude to have. That's right. Yep. So um, give it a shout, Villanova. Going, We're going all the way. We're going all the way. Um, flog update. Now, we spoke a lot about this guy last year, Deshaun Watson. Flog update. More flogs. This is an update. Oh, man, there's so many flogs. Oh, my gosh. Flog update. Deshaun Watson, obviously, you fans, long listeners will remember uh, multiple lawsuits against masseuses for sexual misconduct. Um, Criminal charges dismissed due to lack of evidence. Within, I don't know, two days, signs a... Almost $300 million contracts uh, with the Cleveland Browns. He gets traded from Houston to Cleveland. $235 million guaranteed. That's a lot of millions. Yeah. yeah like denied, two, days, two days after. Right, that gets cleared. Yeah, he'll still have 22 civil lawsuits uh, that he'll need to pay for. Maybe 10 mil a pop. Uh, we'll see what happens. But oh, okay. the audacity of like, and this is America. And this is why I wanted to bring it up. In the space of 24 hours, he's gone without a job, 
facing criminal charges, could be in jail, yep. to then all of a sudden being the, a potential savior and a Super Bowl champion. Yep, $235 million. million guaranteed. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But it, it doesn't matter. If you're winning, it doesn't matter. And he is a proven winner on the field. Um, and teams are willing to pay. Well, it's, look, I, I just don't know what else to say. Um, is Derek Jeter the one that left his club? I couldn't remember. Yes, last for week. winning, for winning. Yes, 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 yes. But like, this is this is it. These but, guys clearly, yes, because he's winning, they want him. But this is not. I don't know what point I'm trying to make here. But but, yeah. but it, 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 you're right. Like you've got Derek Jeter leaving a club because they don't want to win, and here's a team being like, That's, we don't we, care we, who you were, we, what you did. Yeah, we're trying to win. If you win games, welcome. It doesn't matter. Here's 230 million. Yeah. Uh, we don't care about the allegations ongoing. Yep. And they said, oh, you know, we've done all this research and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I guarantee if you interviewed one of those chicks, they would have given the whole story. Yep. And any normal person of any sort of character would have been like, okay, we're, we're going to let this one go. Mm. And they're like, nah, fuck it. Yep. Nothing we can't beat or gloss yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. People exactly. forget when they start winning games. Yep, exactly. Exactly, mate. Oh, I just, it just fires me up. It fires me up. But anyway, he'll live to fight another day as, <laughs> as the 100 Good. millionaire Good. that he is. And with that, I think we've got a special guest. Oh, I'm all for special guests. Uh, I think that... Oh, my God. No way. Is that the very long theme song of the wrestling correspondent? This can't be. Yes, it is the long I version. Think- oh, my God, it is. Wrestling Correspondency. I know you're angry. <laughs> Wrestling Correspondency, wow. welcome. What an entrance. Well, uh, foreshadowing, but we aren't going to have an episode next week. We might well, be able to turn maybe. in. Yeah. Maybe. 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 But WrestleMania is coming this will up. Be the, this is the last Wrestling Correspondency. Three, there you go. There you go. Um. So I wanted to pitch a new segment called Hit or Miss. Now, traditionally it's for WrestleMania, a oh, bang. See, you got it already. I, you're already on board. Right, just just straight up. Previous WrestleManias, we've gone through and made a prediction for each match. You know, yeah, testing yeah. the patience of every sport listener to, of the podcast. Um, today, I'm thinking we will read out what the matches are and we will just say if it's going to be a hit or a math mm-hmm. match you can miss. Now I have looked at these wrestling correspondency in my pre pre episode well research, done. so I can be learned, like Wayno well, suggested. Be, I am. I'm about to be showing up big time. Then I don't know about the card, mate. Yeah, no, I'm not. The, the whole thing. My prediction for this segment is that WrestleMania is probably going to be a miss. I don't think there's any going to be anything that you know. It's like, wow, I need to tune in for that. But is that an indication of? They haven't built the storylines. It's just there's not that much to get excited about. So I guess in a way, yes, but the storylines sound like, oh, there wasn't enough amnesia, and you know, so and so's identical twin brother didn't call a play, and you know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> back back shadow. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, what's a, what's a, what do we call I think this? That's called reference. Yeah, now yeah. uh, nah, back shadow. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yep. At least I uh, see. 
Okay, first WrestleMania without Undertaker. That is that wow, is that yeah, something? Yeah, must be. That, um, that, he's going in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, which I wasn't going to talk about, but um, he had some sort of quote being like, "He's real worried because Vince is inducting him, Vince McMahon, which in memory hasn't happened. Or it yeah. Definitely, it's, it's it's a special thing. But Vince loves messing around with the Undertaker, mm. loves fucking with him." And Taker's like, and the Hall of Fame ceremony's on April 1st. Oh, right. So he's just like, like he smells something coming from a mile away. <clears throat> um, yeah, meanwhile, AEW, I'm excited for most matches that happen. Mm. Because you get to the point, you're like, I want to see these guys pretend to beat Duke each other up. Yeah. You know? Oh, what was that bit? Of- sorry, you just cut out there a little bit. Uh, uh, no, I just like watching people pretend to, <laughs> to be. Oh, sorry, sorry, man. Up. Sorry, man. I didn't quite get that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with pretend fighting. Um, <laughs> you got me. Going. You said it, Tim. <laughs> yeah. uh, so look, it's a two-day WrestleMania, which you know, thank God, is better than like a 14-hour or seven-hour WrestleMania because they do, were getting yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, but having two days as well. What, what the fuck? We, you know, yeah, what, what, what's actually How happening? long until it's WrestleMania month and it's just every night yeah. has a, yeah. you know, anyway. Anyway. Let's get into it. Hit yeah. and miss. So. Play along at home. Yeah. Yell it out on the bus. Uh, <laughs> the, the KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm going to be controversial and say probably a miss. I. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. Is it going to be exciting to watch? You know? Yes. Either, like you said, it's either going to be a segment where he comes out. And at best, you know, uh, punch, punch, stunner. Mm. Um, it's, if it's a full match, you're looking at someone that's been away for a long time. 20 years. And you're going to be, you know, in that Shawn Michaels Undertaker sort of like, hey, and we're back. I'm quite mm. old now. And, you know, shadow of their former self. Um, I think it'll be somewhere in the middle where it's not going to be like an amazing, incredible, wow, he's back and he's real, you know. But, you know, slightly longer than just... A stunner in the middle yeah. of the ring. You know, I hope somewhere, so. Somewhere, you yeah. know. I think um, Michael Cole, I can already hear him say, this is Stone Cold's WrestleMania moment. Uh, I can already hear this it. This is what I mean. It's like, oh, well, yeah. you know. Yeah. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Huge mm-hmm. fan of Steve Austin. I, oh, know, yeah. I mean, everything everyone, he has everyone. to say about the uh, art of professional wrestling, I always agree with. He's, you know. Yeah. He gets um, it. Yeah. He, he's uh, the Queensland of professional right, wrestling. Damn right. Uh, so I hope they're paying him a lot of money for that and that it's something that he loves and he has worked out and, you know, he's yep. ready for it. And I hope it's great. But, you know, is it going to make me buy the pay-per-view? No. no. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Again, the words are all there and it should be good, but am I really, yeah. you know? Uh, I, I hope it's yeah. a hit, but, yeah, you know, again. I'm probably, yeah, going to miss it. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Didn't she get injured? I think so. so I, think I don't know if that's that going to be real as well. Uh, yeah, uh, Becky Lynch. I think she got a throat injured. You know. Yeah, she got slashed. Yeah, yeah by like yeah, her yeah, hair, yeah. Bianca's hair. Anyway, yeah, um, I, I, so I know so. what I Becky so. Lynch normally puts on a good match. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe that's a hit. I'm feeling yeah. guilty about the others. <laughs> um, tag team championships: the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Uh, Big swing and a miss. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus The Miz and Logan Paul. It's going to be controversial. It's uh, it's not going to make me buy the pay for you. So it probably should be a miss. But like, The Miz makes things entertaining. Yes. Everyone loves to yeah. you know shit on him. But like, yeah, he's got a way. He's he, yeah. you know I didn't think I'd enjoy what Bad Bunny last 
WrestleMania. It was one of the best matches on the whole thing, you know? So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. I'll happily miss that as well. (laughs) I get it. I'll be happy to miss that. Oh, sorry, that unintentional. <laughs> I must have just seen the word in front of my face. So that's night one. Night two, uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Nope. I like I like Paul Heyman's work. Yes. But, you know, again. Nope. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Because they're going to unify the titles and then we're going to have to have this one big dog and already, you know, they've got too many people already and yeah. now they've only got one title and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, apparently because Fox, uh, uh, oh my God, SmackDown and Raw, we're on separate networks. Yeah. Both, neither network wants to be the show without a world title. Yeah, exactly. So they were left like, in this ridiculous thing where we like, doing? this is the uh, world championship of WWE. It is the belt. It's the number one. And also this one is the universal champion. You're champion of the universe. Oh, but they did. Yeah. But they've done that with the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. They've done that for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and, they, know, and then they also unified that, it for a little bit. Yeah. And then belt history. That is fascinating stuff for if you're that type of nerd. It's like, you know, wands and Harry Potter. Like, um, oh, this person beat that person in this, you know. Uh, I had two eight-year-olds on a bus. Oh, no, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, those eight-year-olds have the history. 1999 WCW World Heavyweight um, Champion. But it's like the... Oh, we did it uh, in the um, fucking rugby one year where we had the uh, champions and it was teams versus teams. Uh... What am I trying to say? There was like some sort of championship we were following uh, with the, I don't know. Uh, what? <laughs> like following wrestling belts and ones that stopped. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just World Heavyweight Champion. That's what oh, we yeah, called it. Yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, it was just like it was, title went on the line every week. Yeah. Yes. Yes, no yeah. matter who, yeah, 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 just the lineage of who. Yeah, the, shout yes. out, callback. So you can look up all these things where yeah. it's like, oh, if the WCW big gold belt was still going, mm-hmm. based on their wins and losses subsequent to that, yeah. who would we currently would be the champion? Yeah. It's like, you know, Sheamus or something like yeah. that. You yeah. Know? I, um, if, you wanna, if you want us to bring back the world heavyweight champion Ooh. and give them a spot every Ooh. week, uh, send your love or hate to sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll leave a, forgot- to them. a forgotten segment. Yeah, barely remembered by me. Of Sporting Woods. One of, it was a Thank great, it was a great little one. Yeah, yeah. a bit of fun. Um, who else we got here? Uh, tag Team Champions, RK Bro versus the Street Prof- Profits versus Alpha Academy. That one might be a bit of fun to It'll watch. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, It'll put on a show, but again, know, is it moving probably, the needle? Yes. Uh, RK Bro is a magical thing yeah. that's happening. Oh, yeah, uh, Matt yeah. Riddle and Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, but again, is this TLC WrestleMania 17? Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, Unfortunately, is it like, well, I that know is where the I standard. will be, yeah. where I'm at on that day. Yeah. I will be, yeah, but... <laughs> sorry. Uh, Women's Tag Team Championship, Carmella and Zelina Vega versus Sasha Banks Naomi and Naomi versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Baszler. I mean, all all very say. good wrestlers. Sure. How are they go? It'll be a four minute match with eight people in it. Yep. Just so that it can move on. Which means every person's got you know a, a com- minute and a half to get your shit in and com- then move on to the complete next. Complete waste of time. Yep. Uh, AJ Styles versus Edge. Yes. Two great wrestlers. I hope it's good. look. AJ uh, Styles is it. normally good it. money. You know. Good I mean, look at money. the way he sent out the Undertaker. Fuck me. Yeah, true. 
True. He's a performer. He's a performer. You know what? Hit. Yeah. I'm hitting that one. That to me is my matchup. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Again, should be, you know, tune inable at least. Yeah. But again, it's WrestleMania, mate. Yeah, this and is they where do have that down. celebrity factor, like Mike Tyson, obviously. Yeah, in that yeah. WrestleMania where Stone Cold first became champion. Yep. Um, you know Donald Trump and all of that. Gear. Cindy Lauper, they always bring yeah. up, but she was very important. Yeah. But still, you know. Um. Yeah. And then uh, Austin Theory, Vince McMahon's oh, protege, yes. versus Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. I. <laughs> Pat I would McAfee is what I'm reading. Pat here, Tim. McAfee. Thank you. Pat McAfee. Um. Yeah, Pat I, McAfee. I like Pat okay. McAfee. Um, yeah, he was great. I watched that whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. I found him very yeah. endearing. Yeah, no, he's he's good value. Yep, um, was on my podcast list for a long time, um, but it's just too long in the catch up podcast. Anyway, it's a long story. It's not because I don't like it. It's just I don't have time anymore. Yep. Um, but yeah, I it, yeah, I think that'll be a good match because he put on a good show at the NXT Takeover with Adam Cole. He gets uh, it. Yeah, but he gets it. One of the hardest working men in sports, uh, Pat McAfee. Well, I think a big part of it as well is that he's not beholden to the WWE universe. If they said, "No, you're a wild card, get the fuck out," it's not like, "Well, I'm on the street pro." Yeah, yeah, all yeah. I know. He's like, "I'm the yeah, I'm here because I." I yeah. let, let let's be very clear: the WWE are using him yep, to yep. get his fans to yep. watch it. It's not the other way around. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> McAfee's got the and leverage, and then all of a sudden, then you can feel relaxed. Yeah. And- you know, have a good time, and that Put comes across. Show. And, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, yes. All right, well, look, while, while I've got you here, I've got one more. Can oh, I hit me. fit in a sporting observation of the week? Oh, yes, of course. Time? I'm sorry the, it's not a flog of the week. The, yeah, well, we've, we've already had realize. too many of those. So the Michael Vilkins fan favorite, Michael Vilkins sporting <laughs> observation of the week. Michael, what have you got for us? I've got a little... Uh, um, a sporting observation, I hope. It's a, it's a sporting... It's it's a bug. It's a bug that somebody has about a buggy. Uh, I am, of course, talking well about said. Steve Smith. Uh, the cricketer Steve Smith. Uh, got real upset immediately after batting a ball. Uh, <laughs> well said. one of the, the little camera buggies... I don't know what the official cricket name is for those. But on the boundaries, they've got these like little, you know television camera quad bike things mm. obviously run by drones or remote control or whatever yeah and yeah the rovers one of them has moved while the ball is being bowled way off yep. way off uh, out in the 70, boundary 80 meters away you know and <laughs> steve smith has obviously seen this move and look i've got a lot of empathy that you you are a world-class batsman you're keeping an eye on the fielders mm. everything you're trying to focus um, but yeah, one of them moved and he clearly saw it and he blew up and even blew up is like over dramatizing it, but he definitely immediately oh, mate, he full- was like, oh, yeah. whoa, you know, hands yeah. up. Like, why is that thing moving? That thing's bloody moving. You know, it's not. And so, yeah, I understand you're trying to focus on a ball and you see something move in the whatever, but you know, come on. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Is it is it that difference to fans waving their arms about off in the distance and stuff? What, and two meters further behind. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Yep. I uh, get it. He, I, I get yeah, it. It gets I in get your it. head. You're focused. Yeah. You see something, and as soon as you think, yeah. like, "Oh, that buggy moved," it, you're right. off. You're off. What you're doing, you know, and that can be very annoying and frustrating. But it's it's past the forty five. Yeah. Like he must have the best peripheral vision in the history of the world. Well, hey, he obviously saw it. 
It's yeah. not like he got lucky. Because the fo- the move. best bit about it was the footage of the rover as it moved, and Steve Smith's like points directly Bang. at it, like straight down yeah. the barrel from yeah. eighty meters yeah. away. Thank God there weren't clouds moving up in the background, or yeah, or just <laughs> like oh, someone, yes, yeah, someone moving in the crowd. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. In- it was it was interesting. I'm glad you brought it up. No worries. Just a little observation I had this week. Is he too precious? Uh, I think, look, if it happens all the time, yes. But I think in this one instance, nah, look, you know, yeah. Let it slide. I reckon. I reckon for this one, but if it happens again next week, Mm. you know, then there might be a pattern forming. Another boring uh, test match in Pakistan to round out a fairly boring series. Let's get into what everyone's turning up for. It's the super coach because a slightly better round this week, we've got a controversial moment in our Sporting Woods Cup League. Um, no one made it past a 1,000 this week for the second Damn. week in a row. But, I mean, like, isn't that also kind of good and exciting? It is. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into it. Um, this week starts the first uh, head-to-head matchups in the Sporting Woods Cup. Ooh, um, so nice. we'll just give a quick rundown. It's 14-team league as well. So, um, you know, expanded competition. Um, so we'll just go through the scores for now. Joey Jojo, Junior Shabadoo, last place, 16.53. The worst, 17, Andrew, uh, 9.24 this week. Only good for second last, 17.27. Boots and Cats. Boots and Cats. Boots and Cats. Jesse, uh, 17.33. Avalanche. In eleventh, seventeen sixty-two. This this astonishes me, Michael. The Mendoza line, <gasps> the Revolution himself, is in at tenth. Oh, seventeen seventy-three. How did he go last week? I believe about the Similar? same. Yeah, about the same. Um, unbelievable fall from what grace. What is going on? Shout out, Spenny G. Uh, Gummy Sharks, Wayne Wayne O. Learned, Get out of- Learned Wayne O, uh, 1783 in ninth. If the season finished today, the coagulators would be in the eight, 1798. A bunch of hunts, I said hunts, 1824 in seventh place. Two points behind Killer Katana on 1826. Two points behind Dogs of War Dane O, Ooh, the original O-Dominator. Um, eighteen twenty eight. Now here is where things get blown wide open. <laughs> Perennial wooden spooner, Jimmy B. Hashtag on the plonk, fourth place. I would love for him to take this. What a beautiful scenario! Second highest score this week in the league, eighteen seventy two. Imagine, imagine. I mean, imagine if he just makes the finals for a start. I want it to happen. Let's will it. Will manifest. I can't. I can't even believe it. Beautiful, beautiful story. Yeah, Juzzy T with the FNQ Moonshiners, eighteen eighty nine, in second place. He's been must have been doing a lot of research in that water pit uh, because the Mad Kents are in second, nineteen eleven. Had a lot of time to think about his. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And leading the competition out of nowhere, Daddy Hackett, the Pig Dogs, nineteen twenty five. So. The league heads into its uh, head-to-head matchups. Obviously, obviously, some trick plays possibly coming into that. Oh well, yes, by the yes. master, the master of the, the trick, trick plays. Daddy. 
<laughs> Daddy the Pig Dog himself, Daddy Hackett. With a capital H. With a capital H. Let's go to the tips after it's just kicked me out. No, I'm back. Oh, thank you. What goodness. the fuck has happened here? My computer has completely died. Okay, we're back. I can't take this anymore. Time. No, no. It's time for the tipping. JT250 got, what, three this week. He To couple with his two, he's in last place on five points. <laughs> so out of 16 games, That's not great. he's on five. He should start putting his tips in and then picking the opposite. Well, yeah, maybe. I or mean- I'll tell you what he shouldn't do. Pick his tips at the start of the season and not change him because <laughs> Luke, hashtag ride or die, is in second last um, after claiming he'd win the comp uh, on seven points. Uh, Hackett, 23, doing well in Supercoach, not well in tipping. He's on eight points. Dogs of War, um, tied with Yun Sang, cousin of Sun Yang, uh, on nine points. The sixth captain himself, uh, double fives, he's in at ten. Hanlum. Uh, seven for the round, just one off. Uh, he's also on ten. CWA four ten percent minimum wage increase uh, is also on ten. The top three look like this: Medicine underscore Balls in at eleven. The Wolverine twenty seven, formerly Dan V twenty seven, and leading the competition with a two point lead. Joey Jojo Junior Shabadoo. He's coming last in Supercoach, but first in tipping. Hey. Can't win them all. That's not a bad place Can't win them all. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I was going to say tight competition, but it's actually blown out a little bit here. It'll be very interesting this season to see how it all uh, mm. comes together. Don't forget, Luke bets on himself and is currently second last. <laughs> well... <laughs> All right, let's get into the... saving some time, but I guess not. No, let's get into the Sweezy. All right. Well, oh, see, I, I had the wrong thing loaded oh, up. Here we, we both go. had wrong things. On this day, be history. I must admit, we were light on BDE. Yeah, oh, really? For such a good action-packed week, in but in BDE history, we oh, were in light history. on. Okay, oh, yeah. there's plenty of standout performances this week. Uh, yeah. This week, and we can't choose one of those, even though they are no. historic technically. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> March twenty-four, two thousand. This day beyond the last two weeks. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. sorry, mate. You get me. You just get me, mate. You get uh, me. Um, March twenty-four, twenty nineteen. Uh, baseball suit. Oh, you go. You no, go. I was just saying. I remember that day. No, oh, right. <laughs> baseball superstar Mike Trout signs the biggest sporting contract in North American sports history: twelve years, four hundred and twenty-six point five million dollars. That's great. Imagine, uh, imagine, and, uh, being the owner of a sports team, being like, yes. I think it is reasonable to spend $500 million on this yeah. individual. Now, the update to that is that's no longer the record. The Ooh. record is Patrick Mahomes, who has signed a $500 million contract. I think 297 guaranteed is like the highest guaranteed money or whatever it is. Um, so the record has been broken, but at the time, 
this was the highest sports contract in North American sports well, history. What's he playing there? NFL? Baseball. Baseball. That was my next guess. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball? Baseball. Who gave them $500 million? Yeah, I was told it's not popular. Oh, yeah. it's America's pastime. But yeah, they've yeah, just come true. out of a labor dispute as well, so the season gets back on track. Um, but wait, is that a moment in Limptic Energy's history's theme music? No, I, I can't. Oh, wait, I hear it now. Limptic Energy. Limptic Energy. Limptic Energy. Limptic Energy. I, just quickly, I'm worried that we're putting too much sauce on Limptic Energy singing. Like, yeah, really it should be like, be like uh-huh. yeah, but you got to be enthusiastic about it. Otherwise, right, then, okay, then right. the fans don't want it. So, you know, Olympic energy. Yeah, because we're fanging for energy. it. energy. And then, yeah. oh, well, yeah. Okay, well, well, March suppose, 24th, yeah, uh, 2018. Uh, yeah. A sad day um, for Australian cricket. Australian sport and Australia in general. Was that 2018? Yes. Four years ago. Fuck me. It, what? Four years ago. It's tricky because 2020 and 2021 mashed into just, just one like right nothing off. Yeah. year. Yeah. But still, that's, that's shocking. That it was that long ago. Yeah, I know. Four years. I would have minimum 2019, I would have thought. But like, yeah. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Cameron Bancroft caught on camera tampering a cricket ball with sandpaper four years ago. Well, there you go. Unbelievable. Now, where has it got him today? <laughs> well said. <laughs> oh, mate. Seriously. Uh, one of the most bizarre things, waking up to seeing that headline was just uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. A, a terrible moment in, in Australian sport and Australian history. And you can hear about um, the importance of that incident on Friend of the Show's Australiana Rama. Oh, nice. Nice That's work. right, my little guest appearance. Weren't you on Australia Rama? Yes, that's right. I, they asked me to do a little uh, recap of the Sandpaper Gate, episode 32. I listened to that. That was fantastic. Australiana Rama. It'd be great if that was their highest rated episode, yeah. listeners. Yeah. I'm sure it's one of their lowest. It's on Spotify. Yeah, go check it. It's free. Hey, Cricket's Australia's pastime, Tim. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Maddie and Jess. They do a good job over there. Um, all right, one point. Nomination for one point wonder of the year. I'm calling it Shelby 66. Imagine. If I didn't know what that referred to. Imagine. Yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. but So you know, so we'll just move on. Okay. <laughs> Bought for a ham sandwich. Goes all the way undefeated and wins <laughs> the Golden Slipper, one of the most prestigious horse races in Australia. Right. Fantas- it's a horse. It's a this horse. This is a who is winks all yeah. over again. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. The cult hero. Um, against- another, another brilliant yeah. sporting woods title. Well, there that yeah. is. Who is winks. Um, what a story! Like one hundred seventy-five thousand seems like a lot for yes, a horse, for me. but considering the horses it was up against were in the millions, and this was not even touted it was in a midway, like six weeks ago, and then to all of a sudden come and uh, win the Golden Slipper, phenomenal performance, a noteworthy one point one of the year nomination, Shelby sixty-six. Uh, congratulations to owners and connections 
two points. One of the goats, if not the goat of Australian women's cricket, Meg Lanning, 135 not out in a run chase against South Africa um, earlier in the week. Uh, the girls are undefeated. Again, we spoke Fuck about yeah. it. We spoke about it a bit a couple of weeks ago. It feels like a last ride style for them. A lot of um, the the stars, Meg Lanning included, uh, you know, getting on in age, and there is a little bit of a transition. A couple of new Alana King and um, Talia McGrath coming into the side, and all of that sort of stuff. A little bit of a changing of the guard, but the old Bulls still got it. They're, they're still dominating. Um, Meg Lanning, 135 not out. I think she's got the three h- highest run, three highest scores in run chases in women's cricket. Um, Just like to interject that Talia McGrath is a all-time name. That's great. Talia McGrath, yeah. Fun to say. Yeah. Good honor. Yeah. Shout out. Good name. Um, Talia McGrath. Now I've saved this because on Australia armor. Australia Talia McGrath on Australia armor. There you go. There you go. There you go, girls. Free great done, gear. This done. is what we do. That's there's your guess right there. Lift people up. Yep. Do a history of women's cricket in Australia with Talia McGrath. Done on Australia armor. On a rama. Done. Yeah, mate. Yeah, that's for free. Fuck. Maybe we another. Maybe another away. sports episode for me. Maybe. <laughs> but I'll give you that one for free. I've left this late. I haven't spoken about it. It's time to bring it up. Let's do it. He's still the best player on the West Tigers. And he hasn't played for him for two years. Oh, that's a stat. <laughs> There's a stat chat. Harry Grant, uh, first game back, uh, got suspended week one. Mate, I'm tell- I've said this for three years. This kid is a star. Everything he did was just brilliant. And that first 10, 15 minutes where they just shot out of a cannon, it's all him. The rules, the the changing of the rules has completely set this guy up to be the number one player in the game. And yes, that includes Tommy Turbo, James Tedesco, insert name here, Nathan Cleary, whoever you like. This guy, for me, is phenomenal. And I and again, I said it last year before he got injured. We he was Dally M gonna be the best player in the competition, and then obviously Tommy Turbo just blew everyone out of the water. This guy He's going to be first picked for Queensland, first picked for Australia in the World Cup year. There's nothing more I can say of him. He's He is everything. He's the guy. And his performance on Thursday night against the Bunnies just goes to show that he is in the top echelon of players in this competition. And for anyone who thinks that he's not and is stuck behind Brandon Smith and all of that sort of stuff. You're a flog. You're a flog because this guy is the real deal. And they got rid of Brandon Smith. And while Brandon Smith did choose to sign with the Roosters, they knew they could let him go because they wanted Harry Grant over Brandon Smith. So he he's just phenomenal. I love him. Obvious bias, obvious bias, because he played with the Tigers and I liked him before he was cool. But <laughs> here we go. He is something special. Three points, Harry Grant. Well done. Put it put it in the ledger. Um so before we get into um oh no oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Whoa. Jesus. um before we get into the spicy matchup sponsored by Sriracha yeah uh, we have our jingle here and last week to great success oh uh, yes we involved a sing along element so instead of 
I gotcha, which they say in the song. Yeah. We say sriracha. sriracha. So Over the top. Tim and I will say it the first time, and you listeners are welcome to join in, but the second time, it's just you. You. Yep. And even if it's under your breath, just just say it out loud. Yeah, you, and you can even it. say it with that little sexy sriracha. Yeah. Or even just, you know, just mouth it. Yeah. We won't tell anyone, but like no. you'll know that yeah. you're, you know, it just brings us closer together yeah. as like a podcast and yeah. listeners. Yeah. I like it. All right, here we go. Good luck, everybody. Get ready. Get ready. Here we go. Sriracha. Your turn, guys. I I mucked it last week and I mucked it this week trying to save it. But, you know, I'm sure you still got there. Oh, mate, if, if you don't get it, you don't get it. That's it. Yeah. You don't want to be the New South Wales of Sriracha, Sriracha. singing. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of great games this weekend. Melbourne, Parramatta. You said that about last weekend, Tim. Oh, and, and look what happened. True. True. Five out of the eight were great games. Can't deny. Um, what? Melbourne, Parramatta, uh, the Queensland Derby, Broncos, Cows. Both teams coming off good wins. Um. But it's got to be the traditional rivalry, mate. It has to be Roosters Souths. Classic. Souths for seventy minutes looked like a team that was completely lost, at a crisis, panic stations. Are they that good enough to make the eight? To all of a sudden, Latrell Mitchell kicking one of the all-time great field goals, kicked it flush with two blokes on him, forty-eight meters, and it was still going up as it was going through the post. Um, just a, it was like they flicked a switch and they started playing rugby league. Nice. Um, so that gives them hope. Latrell being back obviously gave them a huge, um, a huge leg up. Uh, they go against the Roosters who just completely pantsed Manly, um, uh, from the forwards all the way out into the backs. Tedesco got, got the goods over Tommy Turbo in that matchup. Um, again, another great fullback matchup here, Latrell versus Teddy, um, yeah, going to be a great match Friday night, prime time. Um, it, it's what the fans want. If if South, you know, gave up 50 like it looked like it was going to be last week, it, this would just be a fizzle. They've shown a bit of fight against Melbourne in Melbourne, a place where they haven't won since Melbourne Storm existed. They haven't won in Melbourne, South. So they gave it a red-hot crack even if they only played for 10 minutes. Um, but it gives you hope going into your traditional rivalry matchup. So, um, yeah, a lot, a lot to be excited about. Not only this match, but throughout the week, can Parramatta stand up to Melbourne? That's going to be the key. We didn't speak about it during uh, during the pod, but look what happens when a game gets called down the line. Parramatta complain that they're not getting calls. Yeah, and to a, again, everyone can say that I'm biased, but you can't tell me that week one was called down the line. You can't. I'm not but, going to. Yeah, but you've seen what a game looks like called down the line with Pam in it. Round two against the Sharks. There was no no controversial calls or anything like that or yep. bias or blatantly obvious And then they feel favorites. hard done by. And now they feel hard done by. Yeah. Are you... Like, it's unbelievable. No one, and now they only want their own fans turning up to games. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> now These we know why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, I, I, I really like 
that matchup as well. Hey, but... just quickly on the outro here. Um, oh, yeah, here we go. What is Wayno's uh, team name in the... Uh, the, the Gummy Super Sharks. Coach. The Gummy Sharks. Yeah. They're my team. I'm going to get myself a lanyard. The Sharks? The Gummy Sharks. Oh, the Gummy Sharks. You're going to get a Gummy Sharks lanyard. Yeah, right. Are you going to sign up for membership? Uh, we'll see. That's the qualification for lanyards. Yeah. Oh, well, you've got his details now. He's he's emailed sporting bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get he's a send me a hat. Yeah, exactly. There you go. A membership hat. It may change next week, Tim. Oh well, but as long as you put out now, the membership, yeah. then uh, you're okay in my eyes. Easy to remember. And if you want to know that story that I said I wasn't going to say, <laughs> send your request to sportingwoodspodcast at gmail.com. Email responses. Yeah, I will email responses. Person, person, yes. Um, all right, one sixty six in the books now, Michael. Yeah. You've Given a little foreshadow, you will be away as well. Yes, I'm going to be away next Let's week. Say also raising awareness for life. Yeah, I don't know that I'll join Luke in this little underground uh, tunnel that he's building. Yeah, yeah, but um, I wonder what he is working on that next week. That's a great question. Mm. I got to think of something yeah. for next week. But you will be interstate. Yes. Spreading the good word, of course. Of I'll be life, spreading something. Lifeblood.com.au. Yeah, um, but that um, doesn't mean we won't have sporting woods. No. No. I will. on air meeting. I will. I'm, I'm keen. I you're, will you're take the up. reins. I will take the reins for Excellent. a solo episode. The audio quality may not be the same, sure but the fine. gear will be there. Um, we'll leave the Boothier key under the uh, Sporting Woods placemat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we can pre-record some stuff. I could. I could do it now. Sure, go for it. What? Fuh. Yeah. Wow. I, again, I should have come up with more bits uh, before launching. <laughs> but I liked that. it. I liked it. Oh, it no, had that legs. was one of them. That was one of them. Oh, sorry, sorry. I spoke <laughs> yeah. all over it. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. Uh, uh, yeah, tune in next week. Same pod time. Same pod channel. Yep. Nice. Enjoy this week's Rugby League. Enjoy whatever's left of the cricket. Get behind the girls as well. And, and uh, enjoy the time you have with your friends and family. Oh, and give them blood. Yes. Your bloody flogs. Take the bloody oath, your bloody flogs. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the week. And then make like a... Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> uh, other titles include Dicknesia. Oh, yep. Dicknesia, I mean... That is... Uh, look... Who can forget f- Taps and snap, Slaps? Taps oh, and Slaps. Dick Nisha, you were about D- to... Dick is one of the all-time great Sporting Woods episodes. Go, go, Dick, 156? Uh, I've already moved on, but oh. I think so. That looks about right. Let me just check. 157. That's incredible, oh, close, Tim. Close, close. Do you don't have to remember no. which episode is which. There's two eight-year-olds uh, on a bus. RLIQ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rugby League IQ. Yep. That Luke was asked how it was spelled. We were like, like the acronym you just said. Classics. Southgate, you're the one. Oh, that was a classic. Uh, that had uh, me singing. Uh, the finger, the finger the on the bomb is out. Defootification. Defootification. Cowdolescence. Cowdolescence. Oh, mate. Is seriously. It crisp? Is it crisp? 125, they don't get it. <laughs> Cubed WAP. Cubed WAP. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 119. Famous Chinese swimmers. swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, wonder who that could be. Fed by wolves, gooch mullet, a cubed wap. Yeah, there it is. Roncos. Roncos, seriously. Oh, we've got some classics, mate. Jeez, we're great. We're so good. 
Benny F. Benny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, 89, nuts amount of balls. Do you want me to make $333 or not? <laughs> oh, oh, good gear. Yep. Good gear. All right. Well, tune in next week to find our next title. Change the sigh. Change the sigh. Man. Six and lead air. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Orange tips. Ah, nice guess. Ah, oh, goodness.